Cantos 115-118 of Book 6 of the Ramayana of Balmike, translated by Ralph D. H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om123. Canto 115. Sita's Joy The Banner Chieftain bowed his head, within the walls of Lanka sped, leave from the new-made king obtained and sita's lovely garden gained beneath a tree the queen he found where rakshas waters watched around her pallid cheek her tangled hair her raiment showed her deep despair near and more near the envoy came and gently hailed the weeping dame she started up in sweet surprise and sudden joy illumined her eyes for well the banner's voice she knew and hope reviving sprang and grew fair queen he said our task is done the foe is slain and lanka won triumphant made triumphant friends kind words of greeting rama sends blessed for thy sake o spouse most true my deadly foe i met and slew Mine eyes are strangers yet to sleep. I built a bridge atward the deep, And crossed the sea to Lanka's shore, To keep the mighty oath I swore. Now, gentle love, thy cares dispel, And weep no more, for all is well. Fear not in Ravan's house to stay, For good vision now bears sway. For constant truth and friendship known, Regard his palace as thine own. He greets thee thus, thy heart to cheer, And ours by love will soon be here. Then flushed with joy the lady's cheek, Her eyes overflowed, her voice was weak, But struggling with her sobs she broke, Her silence does, and faintly spoke. So fast the flood of rapture came, my trembling tongue no words could frame never had i heard in days of bliss a tale that gave such joy as this more precious far than gems and gold the message which thy lips have told his reverent hands the banner raised and thus the lady's answer praised sweet are the words o queen which thou True to thy Lord hast spoken now, Better than gems and pearls of prize, Yea, all the throne of paradise. But, lady, ere I leave this place, Grant me, I pray, a single grace, Permit me, and this vengeful hand Shall slay thy guards, this rakshas band, Whose cruel insult, threat, and scorn Thy gentle soul too long has borne. Thus, stone of mood, Hanuman cried. The mighty lady thus replied. Nay, be not wrought with servants, day, When monarchs bid must needs obey, And vessels of their lords fulfill Each fancy of their sovereign will. To mine own sins the blame impute, For as we sow, we reap the fruit. The tyrant's will these dames obeyed, when their fierce threats my soul dismayed. 
she ceased with admiration moved the banner chief her words approved thy speech he cried is worthy one whom love has linked to rago's son now speak o queen that i may know thy pleasure for to him i go the banner ceased then janak's child made answer as she sweetly smiled my first my only wish can be o chief my loving lord to see again the banner envoy spoke and with his words new rapture woke queen ere this sun shall cease to shine thy rama's eyes shall look in time again the lord of ragu's race shall turn to thee his moon-bright face his faithful brother shall thou see and every friend who fought for thee and greet once more thy king restored like sachi to her heavenly lord to ragu's son his stamps he bent and told the message that she sent canto hundred sixteen the meeting he looked upon the archer chief whose full eye marked the lotus leaf and thus the noble banner spake now meet the queen for whose dear sake thy mighty task was first begun and now the glorious fruit is won overwhelmed with woe thy lady lies the hot tears streaming from her eyes and still the queen must long and pine until those eyes be turned to thine but rama stood in pensive mood and gathering tears his eyes beteared his sad looks sought the ground he sighed and thus to king vivision cried let sita bait and tire her head and hither to my side be led in raiment sweet with precious scent and gay with golden ornament the rakshas king his palace sought and sita from her bower was brought then rakshas bearers tall and strong selected from their menial throng through lanka's gate the queen arrayed in glorious robes and gems conveyed concealed behind the silken screen swift to the plain they bore the queen while banners close on every side with eager looks the litter eyed the warders at the vision's hest the onward rushing throng repressed while like the roar of ocean loud rose the wild murmur of the crowd the son of rago saw and moved with anger does the king reproved why vex with hasty blow and threat the banners and my rights forget repress this chill untimely shown i count this people as mine own a woman's god is not her bower the lofty wall the fenced tower her conduct is her best defence and not a king's magnificence at holy rites in war and woe her face unveiled a day may show when at the maiden's choice they meet when mary's troops parade the street and she my queen who long has lain in prison racked with care and pain may seize a while her face to hide for is not rama by her side lay down the litter on her feet 
let Sita come, her lord to meet, and let the hosts of woodland race look near upon the lady's face. Then Lakshman and each banner chief, who heard his words, were filled with grief. The lady's gentle spirit sank, and from each eye, in fear, she shrank, as her sweet eyelids veiled for shame, slowly before her lord she came. While rapture battled with surprise, she raised to his her wistful eyes. Then with her doubt and fear she strove, and from her breast all sorrow drove. Regardless of the gathering crowd, bright as the moon without a cloud, she bent her eyes, no longer dim, in joy and trusting love on him. Canto 117 Sita's Disgrace He saw her trembling by his side, and looked upon her face and cried, Lady, at length my task is done, and thou, the prize of war, art won. This arm my glory has retrieved, and all that man might do achieved. The insulting foe in battle slain, and cleared mine honour from its stain. This day has made my name renowned, and with success my labour crowned. Lord of myself, the oath I swore, is binding on my soul no more. If from my home my queen was reft, this arm has well avenged the theft, and in the field has wiped away the blood that on mine honour lay. The bridge that spans the foaming flood, the city red with giant's blood, the hosts by King Sagriva led, who wisely counselled, fought and bled. Vivician's love, our guide and stay, all these are crowned with fruit today. But lady, it was not love for thee that led mine army over the sea. It was not for thee our blood was shed, or Lanka filled with giant dead. No fond affection for my wife inspired me in the hour of strife. I battled to avenge the cause of honour and insulted laws. My love is fled, for on thy fame lies the dark blot of sin and shame. And thou art hateful as the light that flashes on the injured side. The world is all before thee, flee, go where thou wilt, but not with me. How should my home receive again a mistress soiled with deathless tame? How should I brook the foul disgrace scorned by my friends and all my race? For Raban body through the sky and fixed on thine his evil eye, about thy waist his arms he drew, close to his breast his captive drew, and kept thee vessel of his power, an inmate of his lady's bower. Canto 118, Sita's Reply Struck down with overwhelming shame, she shrank within her trembling frame. Each word of Rama's like a dart had pierced the lady to the heart, and from her sweet eyes unrestrained the torrent of her sorrows rained. Her weeping eyes at length she dried, 
and thus mid choking sobs replied canst thou a high-born prince dismiss a high-born dame with speech like this such words befeed the meanest hind not princely bought and generous mind by all my virtuous life i swear i am not what thy words declare if some are faithless wilt thou find no love or truth in womankind doubt others if thou wilt but own the truth which all my life has shown if when the giant seized his prey within his hated arms i lay and felt the grasp i dreaded blame fate and the robber not thy dame what could a helpless woman do my heart was mine and still was true why when hanuman sent by thee sought lanka's town across the sea couldst thou not give o lord of man thy sentence of rejection then then in the presence of the chief dead ready dead had brought relief nor had i nursed in woe and pain this lingering life alas in vain then hadst thou shunned the fruitless strife nor jeopardized thy noble life but spared thy friends and bold allies their vain and weary enterprise is all forgotten all my boat named janak's child from fostering art that day of triumph when a maid my trembling hand in thine i laid my meek obedience to thy will my faithful love through joy and ill that never failed that duty's call o king is all forgotten all to lakshman then she turned and spoke while sobs and sighs her utterance broke sumitra's son a pile prepared may refuse in my dark despair i will not leave to bear this weight of shame forlorn and desolate the kindled fire my woes shall end and be my best and surest friend his mournful eyes the hero raised and wistfully on rama gazed in whose stern look no root was seen no mercy for the weeping queen no chieftain dared to meet those eyes to pray to question or advise the word was passed the hood was piled and fain to die stood janak's child she slowly paced around her lord the gods with reverent act adored then raising suppliant hands to dame prayed humbly to the lord of flame as this fond heart by virtue swayed from raghu's son has never strayed so universal witness fire protect my body on the pyre as raghu's son has idly laid this jaws on sita here and aid she ceased and fearless to the last within the flame's wild fury passed then rose a piercing cry from all dame's children man who saw her fall adorned with gems and gay attire Bennett, the fury of the fire. And of Cantos, hundred fifteen to hundred eighteen.